to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show with your host, Jose Aristimuño. Folks, I told you we got four months left in the year. I told you we were going to bring the heat. I said, look, Before 2024 comes around, I need everybody to be ready. I need everybody to make their money. I need everybody to get their marketing, their branding, you know, everything when it comes to their business, right? So there's no better, uh, you know, there's no better person to keep on that tradition of bringing the greatest of the greatest than my great friend, Rob DeBognera. He's the CEO of Home Qualified. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's he's a badass. There's no other word I can say. I can curse my own show. He's a badass when it comes to real estate. My great friend Rob Debo. Now, Rob, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for having me. So that's a pretty good intro. I need that. I'm going to keep that on record. So I want to introduce myself. I'm like, just listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That could be like your little elevator pitch. Like, hey, you want to know who I am? Look, my friend Jose says yeah. it best. <laughs> Great energy. <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I appreciate it early too. I appreciate it, man. Look, um, Rob, you know, th- there's. There's a lot, and I, I'm, I'm going to cut to the chase. There, there's a lot of wannabes. There's a lot of people who pretend to be, uh, especially in social media, man, and, and the digital era. Uh, but you're not one of them, and I mean that sincerely. I, I, I think not only do you, you know, talk the talk, but you walk the walk, as they say. You know, you're a book author. By the way, a Wall Street Journal bestseller, The Growth Trap. Go get it. It's on Amazon. Um, it's everywhere. You want to, you know, your, your local, you know, bookstore, whatever. Go get the book. Um, before we get into all that, we before we get into business, before we get into your success, who was Ralph DeBognera, the little boy growing up? That's yeah. It's a. <laughs> Much different, but uh, <laughs> I, grew, I, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I have, um, you know, a very blue collar family. Uh, we lived in a, a two bedroom apartment, but it was a multifamily house with a two bedroom apartment. It was a very Italian neighborhood that I grew up in, like very, very, very traditional, um, like second generation story um, for New York. I'm Italian. And, um, you know, I kind of grew up on the schoolyard and, and, and running through the street and doing okay in school until I got to a certain point and then school wasn't great for me. I got through college because my parents really, really wanted me to, but it was, mm-hmm. it was not an easy thing. And I kind of found my way into real estate by accident, uh, okay. into mortgages by accident in 2001. I had a friend that had gotten out of the Navy. He had gotten in and I wasn't being offered anything but sales jobs. So at that point I didn't have a lot of friends doing the right things. I had a couple that were trying so I went towards that route and I just was like, it's a straight commission job, but I'm going to give it a try. And I just, I really got in at an opportune time in the market. Uh, and that's kind of how I morphed from this Brooklyn kid who didn't have any idea what he was going to do with his life um, to into real estate. And then just from working very, very hard, uh, I rode the roller coaster of real estate, but I've been able to make a lot um, of headway in this business by just being consistent and working hard. So I went from, somebody who was around very hard workers to somebody who mm-hmm. became a hard worker just by osmosis, I think. That's right. That's right. Being surrounded by by the right people. You know, they, they say uh, you were the average of the five people that you hang out with, right? So you got to make sure that those five people are, are successful. And I think you you chose right when you chose that path. Which way do I go? You said something that, that, that you know, that caught my interest. Your first sort of real jobs in, in, in the in the world, um, were sales, right? And and 
you know, Grant talks about this, be, you know, be, you know, sell or be sold, right? It's, it's a great book as well. Um, we sell every damn day, whether it's a husband to a wife, whether it's a friend. I mean, you sell an idea, not only in business, in the in personal, you know, life as well. What would you say? What would you say comparing to 01 to now 2023, the world has changed, COVID-19 economy. I mean, even 01, I mean, you were you went through 08, which is one of the biggest recessions in the Great Depression. Yeah. Uh, you went through COVID. So you, you've been through the cycles, right, a couple of times. Yeah. Has sales, has the principles of sales, have that changed at all throughout time? Is it the same? Talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, so, so I, for sure. I mean, so <laughs> my ignorance from 01 to 07 was that I didn't see the piano hanging over my head, especially in the mortgage business. So because I had no track record and, you know, the economy was just kind of up, up, up. And I rolled that until 08. And then in 08, I lost everything, Jose. I mean, literally everything. I lost wow. my houses. I lost uh, my job. I had three companies closed within 12 months. Um, and it was it was a complete restart for me. Except now I had all this debt, but it kind of taught me how to, uh, start over again. And what I realized through sales, as you mentioned, sales is that circle back to that is you're always selling something and sales has enabled me to never have a ceiling above or ahead in my head. And, and even in the worst times in, in 08, 09, you know, after the market crash, I was willing, I was able to go back to a sales job because at the time of the market crash, um, I was a vice president of Deutsche Bank, which is a publicly traded bank on Wall Street. And um, I was back out in the world with no job and sales was my lifeline, right? Like I went back to just selling as a loan officer and and it was, I was able to, and after that I realized I was like, well, nobody can ever stop the train as long as I'm willing to go back and do that every single time. Cause there's always going to be things that need to be sold. Sure, so, that's right. That's right. And I, that's how I rebuilt it. And you know, COVID was a totally different thing and it was great for the mortgage business and it was great for real estate after a little while with scary beginning, but then it became great. And now we're in a completely different market where, it's tough right now to be in this business, but I, same thing as 08, right? If you're consistent every single day, if you build a solid sales foundation in this market, when we come out of this, which we will, this side, everything's of a cycle. Course, of course. Um, we will be supercharged because you'll have so much so much good built up in substance from working during this time that by the time we get out of this, we'll, it'll be unbelievable. So I firmly believe in that because I've done it two or three times now at this point. No, it, it's amazing, man. And, and you've built um, endurance, you've built resilience, you've built mindset throughout this whole process. I find it so interesting that, that some of my my best friends who are multimillionaires, who've done many beautiful, successful things in their in their life, many of them have had to reset. Many of them have had to rebuild. Many of them have had to lose that all. To make many times even more than they made the first time, which is which is amazing. How do you come out? Like, how do you come out of that? Like, how like when when because you're mentally you're broken, you lost your job. Some people get divorces in the process. I mean, there's a lot of there's dead car repossession that you lose the house. You go from living in a nice house to a little apartment. Like, I don't know if you went through some of those things, but like. Okay, so so, but but you you're mentally you're lower. Do you stay like? Do you still believe you were the Rob that was successful? Tell me a little bit about the mindset process. No, I mean you know when you when it first happens, um, you know like everything else. Like I went from living on in a, of uh, apartment on the 50th floor of a building on Wall Street to living in a studio apartment, um, in an outer borough in Staten Island, New York, for like seven hundred dollars a month. Like wow. I said, I had no choice. 
my whole 401k was gone. I I was down to one property at that point that wasn't making me any money. And I had all this credit card debt. And at first you, you go through that imposter syndrome thing where you're like, well, was it, it wasn't me. It was the market, right? Like I didn't do anything. It was the market. And then when I, I had no choice and I come from a place where a lot of people weren't successful a lot of the time. So I had too much pride to go back there because I was somebody who, who made it out and became successful and say, Hey, I failed. So from my pride, I went back to work. You know, I just started working 12 hours a day again and, and six days a week to build it. But the thing that I got out of it, once I got past the imposter, I'm like, Oh, wow, I'm finding success again. Wow. This wasn't the market. It was me. It was me all along. And look at where I am now. So I, you know, I think that we all go through that, that, um, that denial, yeah. that depression, that, and, and then the self-limiting beliefs, the, the, sure. the, the yeah. fake stories that we, that we build, you know, we tell ourselves, how long did it take you? If you don't mind me asking, because I want to put perspective into this yeah. man. And, and I love to talk to my community just with the truth, brother. I just, I tell them how it is. Um, how long did it take you to, to rebuild? Yeah. So, so I was back to making six figures, six figures at the time within uh, I would say a year, but that was still a third of what I had been making before. Right. So, and now I have all this debt. So, and I didn't get back on my feet truly where I was out of debt. I was buying real estate again. Um, and I was back to some sort of normalcy for, I would say three or four years. Yeah. And so it was that, it was that long of a bill. So I really had to believe that I could do it again. And there's a lot of moments that you go through that you don't, but I will tell you this, the harder you fall, right? You know, people talk about rock bottom or whatever, but the harder sure. you fall, the if you can build it out of that, you'll never have disbelief in yourself again because mm-hmm. it can, it'll never be as bad as that was. In That's my right. Opinion, it can never be as bad as that again. And I made it out of that. So what can, what's going to stop me as long as I'm willing to work. So yeah, it took me a while. Like, and that's why I tell everybody people too, and social media is a big portion of this. Like there is no get rich quick. There is no mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. long lasting, uh, you know, system that works if you don't put the work in. So yeah. like it took three or four years to get back to any kind of normalcy. And, you know, it wasn't easy. It was, a, it was a dig out. It really was. Yeah, no, no, it's amazing. And I appreciate you uh, being honest because people think again, oh yeah, but people rebuilt in six months. No, man, sometimes it takes years and you have to be patient. But patient doesn't mean like, oh, let me just sit in my couch and like manifest it. I I, I believe in manifestation, but I think manifestation has to be followed by action. Because um, if you yeah. really believe that you own it, then you got to go work like you own it. Yeah. Um, if you stay in the couch and you really don't believe in yourself, you're not going out there because you, you you don't think you got what it takes to make that sale to whatever. Yeah. Right. And. You know, and 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 it's true, man. And um, let me let me let me ask you talk talk to me a little bit about what you're doing now. You got home qualifier. You got a couple of more companies. Um, t- talk to me about sort of when did all this sort of happen? And that, that's one question. And then my second question um, would be for people that don't have a, a whole lot of money. They got a little bit of debt. Maybe they're in a similar situation that you were in, but they want to get into real estate. Can they do it, or or, or, or do, they, do they have to make money first? Yeah. So, so for me, I have the mortgage company at this point. We're still going to do um, a little bit over a billion dollars this year, which is down a lot from where it was two years ago, but still pretty significant. Woo, that's um, big, man. I mean, that's yeah. but no, that's, that's that's a big one, man. Clap for that one. Thank you. And then I have, you know, uh, my real estate, my personal real estate portfolio, which is essentially right now 50-50. It's 50% um, long-term rentals, so leases over a year, and 50% short-term rentals, so Airbnbs. Um, so, you know, it's a pretty decent mix. I'm not too heavy in the commercial market. Um, I just wrote a book, The Growth Trap, that's out right now. We're kind of moving around that. And um, in October, 
um, our television show, Disruptors Network, which is behind me, which is a show that's really based on what we're talking about, Jose. It's going to be out on DirecTV, on YouTube, on all the streaming channels. It's coming out, and that's going to be based around people um, like me and you who are entrepreneurs in spirit and in business and who have failed, succeeded. And not only are they succeeding now at this point after failure, but they're showing other people how to do it. Um, so we have some former NBA players on there, for former NFL players on there, some high-level entrepreneurs, and that's going to be six episodes. So we just finished filming that about eight months ago, and that's going to be out in November, October, November. Amazing. Um, so that's what I have going on now. But as far as real estate goes, I, you know, the craziest thing is that what we're seeing now is that um, through government programs, through Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, they're making it easier to buy a home right now than it ever was because interest rates are high. Mm-hmm. So to combat interest rates being so high, they're trying to make it more affordable other places. And, and what I'm mm-hmm. seeing is more down payment assistance programs than there's ever been. There's, there's, there's grants out there that are available for almost everybody in every single state at this point now to buy a house with assistance for your down payments, mm-hmm. um, assistance on closing costs. There's more programs now from a healthy standpoint, I mean, I went through the subprime market where you could get a home with nothing down, but it wasn't a healthy loan. Sure. Now there's healthy programs for people to buy homes. It's hard to find homes because there's, a, there's an inventory shortage of homes for sale. But sure. if you're willing to buy a home right now, now is, I think, the time to buy more than ever because two things are going to happen. There's down payment assistance available so you can get into a house for almost nothing. The mm-hmm. second thing is, is that I know interest rates are hard, but you can always refinance that rate into a lower payment. What's going to happen once they drop interest rates? Eventually, whether it's in 2024, 2025, or whenever rates ultimately drop, probably back into the fives again, mm-hmm. not into the threes, but back into the fives, there's going to be a feeding frenzy for real estate where mm-hmm. it's going to get more competitive. There's going to be more bidding wars and prices are going to rise again. So prices are already kind of on the uptick. Sure. If they lower interest rates, which I think part of the reason they're hesitant to do it right now there's not enough homes to support the people that are going to be out there for shopping. So it's, you're going to pay a lot more for the house in 2024 and 2025 than you pay in 2023. So I think if you're looking mm. to get into it, even with higher interest rates, find something that fits your budget. You know, so I, I don't ever think to buy a home blindly, right? Find something that really fits your budget sure. and buy that home. If the interest rate is high, when rates drop, you can refinance it, right? But sure. the thing you, you can't, discount or make up for is that the equity you're going to build in that home over the next two or three years, because eventually there will be a buying frenzy again, sure. something you can't replace, right? So mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like that's where I think that there's a, a real opportunity to buy right now. If you can find something you can afford and, and you can find the house that you want, um, there's a buying opportunity because you will build a lot of equity over the next two years if you buy now. Let me ask you that. that, that that's so interesting. Like, you know, Places like gas prices, gas prices go up and down, different sort of products, services out there go up and down. But the housing market, is that something that you think it just will not go down? It will just keep going up. It'll, it'll slow down, you'll flatten maybe, but like, it, can it go down to like the levels that it was not maybe 2020, but even before 2020, even before the pandemic, 2019, man, prices were great. Can we, yeah, can we see, can we go back to something like that ever? I think that, you know, we saw it last year at the end of last year, a little bit where the prices had flattened or were coming down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they started really stepping on interest rates a lot more and inflation was up and every other cost of that thing was up. Um, the biggest problem we have right now is that we're about three to four million homes short nationwide of what a healthy market is for homes for sale. Mm-hmm. So it's a significant amount of homes. And that was going on in 2019 before the pandemic. And then it was exasperated during the pandemic. So now we're in a spot where it's very hard for home prices to go down because there's just not enough homes for sale. 
So I think for the next, the foreseeable future, and I would say 24 months is foreseeable, right? Okay. You're not going to see home prices come down. It's because it's just, it's almost impossible. They can flatten out a little bit, but they won't have any drastic reduction. I think after that, there's always a cycle in real estate, right? And I think you'll see something, um, well, you'll see some kind of re- reduction in prices at some point, but the pro- 2008 can't happen in this market because the thing about the 2008 market was that not only was financing easy to get and all these people who didn't qualify for homes were getting them, but there was an abundance of homes for sale because they were building yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now we have a saturated market where you have limited spaces to build. In some states you can, in some states you can't. And there's just not enough homes. So that's the biggest problem right now. And I don't see that clearing up for at least a couple of years. And that's still to kind of be to be determined. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the VIP show. I'm your host, Rosetta Stimonio. We got the great uh, Ralph D. Buckner here with me, man. He's telling you the nuggets, folks. I mean, look, you got to put this episode on repeat. Listen, apply the information. Don't, don't just, just listen to it. And it, it sounds nice. Go apply the information. One more question before I let you go, Ralph. Uh, you know, I'm a marketing PR guy. I've been doing PR marketing for over a decade now. Um, I got to ask you, how important is marketing uh, in your business? Yeah, I think... Um... I started working on like creating a brand for myself in like 2016, 2017, because I just wanted people to be familiar with my voice. Um, and I can't tell you how much it's done for my business. And, you know, some of that is uh, you've got to just put the money towards it and and you're not going to get, hey, I, I spent 10000 and I got back 20000 It doesn't work like that. That's right. But, That's right. Yeah, he so. said it. You see, folks, he said it. I didn't say it. He said it. I'm a, now, I'm going to use this to, for my own recording, for my own purposes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, you have to blindly believe in it sometimes. But I can tell you from a, a stance I've been, I've been heavy doing it for five or six years at this point now that it's, you know, it's expanded my business in a way that I could never have done without it. Um, and it's and it's continuing to do that. So I'll always lean into it. And again, I'm somebody just so for the, the the general public who's tried everything. I've spent millions of dollars on marketing and advertising, and I'm still always looking for new and better ways to do it because I believe in it that much. Yeah, no, amazing, man. Look, good for you. And people take notice, right? As they say, it's not the best product that wins; it's the best known product that wins so not only do you have to be the best you got to be the most known folks mcdonald's is not the best burger but they're the best known and they keep hitting they keep leading the market each and every year you gotta focus on your marketing is so so very important rolf my brother thank you man i am so grateful for you for taking time to spending some time here with me man and and my crew where can people find you they want to work with you they want to learn from you yeah, so on Instagram, I'm very active there. My Instagram handle is debug, D-I-B-U-G. And my website, which is ralphdebugnara.com, um, D-I-B-U-G-N-A-R-A, it has everything. It has my book, my courses, uh, direct contact to me, the programs we put out there. So anything you guys need, uh, definitely contact me either of those places. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jose. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>